to be here, but you kind of really? spoiled the party. Yeah, I don't say that. Mad dash, mad dash. I now know you can make it from Milton to here in half an hour <laughs> if you break speed legally. Limits. Yes, <laughs> illegally, illegally. Oh. All right, yeah. very good. Anyway, anyway, we're very. Um, there's a lot going on here now. We've got uh, we've got Mr. McCord here uh, on his second day on his own. Yeah. He's he's a sounds man. like he got off to a really bad start this morning. Today, was yeah, it? yeah, we'll have to dock the pay. Oh gosh, yeah, we'll right. to dock the pay. I didn't know we were paying him. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh no, let the cat out of the bag. Anyway, we've got some uh, very special guests in the studio today, and we've got a great guest calling in. We've got the co-founders of the Toronto Irish Fist, the Toronto Irish Film Festival, joining us, John Galway and Michael Barry. Lads, you're very welcome to Kyologus Crack here. You're going to be trending very high on Twitter after today, oh, just so you know. So. Uh, well, you know, I think it's worth acknowledging that Call August Crack was the first show that ever had us on air to promote. The trip. Oh, look so at you. May 2010, uh, Eamon had us on and we're very grateful for your continued support. Oh, absolutely. And, Super. Uh, we're delighted to be here. Yeah. Do you want to thank our listener as well? <laughs> what's, his, what's his or her name? <laughs> oh, we're going to have a bit of crack anyway today. And uh, we've got uh, Alex Vegan calling in at uh, 10.30 today. And Alex is the, um, I guess he's the producer of uh, the Irish Pubs documentary, right? Alex is the, the one-man crew and director of the Irish Pub. He yeah. held the camera and went around Ireland on a, on a very classic pub crawl. And that formed the basis of what yeah. the Irish Pub is all about. Great, so I'm he's looking, the looking forward to it. Really. Yeah. Looking forward to chatting to him. And um, there's a whole bunch of other things going on. They, they legalized early pints in the city for that big um, Canadian hockey game tomorrow. So we have to park the Shamrock tomorrow morning and uh, watch me? the game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm not sure if Rob Ford would have made that call, but somebody did. It's <laughs> a good call. <laughs> so I'm jumping around there. City yeah. Hall there this and, week with uh, the ladies game. Mike. Uh, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Wouldn't be the first time I'd say now no. you had a drop at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and right. the other thing is um, we have a, a triple triple crown on the, on on the, the line today. today yep. Has that yeah. started yet it's or what? Just, yeah, just started. Any score, do you know? I don't know yet. But so we'll, we'll let, let our listeners that. know that if they don't want to know about it, sure, why would they not want to know about it? Sure, it's not just like it'll be on tape delay or anything like that. No, no, it's live. All live. All you right. won't get it anywhere else. But here. But here, yeah, very good. And a great haul of medals for Canada, I have to say, at the Olympics. So it all wraps up tomorrow, uh, men's hockey game. I suppose that's going to be the last kind of, uh, that's the last event of the of the Olympics, right? Yeah, We're up I near mean, the top, 24 medals or something. Yeah, like amazing. That. Yeah, 25 just two right? off of um, what we did in Vancouver, right? I was just wondering what that was. That was that number was? was the tally, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah. All good, isn't you it? know your stuff. I tell you, you yeah. know, I do my research for this show. I told you that before. I can't, I can't hold this in any longer. No, it's supposed no. to be a tag on the Galway Arms ad, but Leash are playing Cork today at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and it's live on TV. So you will be the only Leash person. There, I could say. be the only yeah. Leash person there. Yeah. So if good Michael, feeling. if Michael is charging in for that one, <laughs> it would be. It'd certainly be outnumbered Cork, by Cork people. Cork lads sure. will take take that. No, they won't. They might not even show up for that one. But they might after what happened last week because Leash beat Offaly mm-hmm. in Tullamore for the first time in sixty years or since nineteen sixty. Something I think, yeah, something like that. Who's giving the Offaly players abuse? Sherlock Nan yeah. said they were fat. Yeah. Where? But that's not the point here, right? I actually point heard is that, that word on CBC, by the way. So I think we're okay to say it. Oh, say, so he said they had fat legs and fat arses. Yeah. That's CBC what he said. said that this week. So okay, I think well, then we're, we're good. good. If it's they good, can say it's good it. enough for the CBC, what? it's good enough for us. Yeah. yeah. That could be a Chinese word as well, so we can cover yeah, ourselves. Of course so, hey. we can. Yeah. So um, what else is going on? Have you have any. Like, uh, you have any stuff going on? I'm kind of stuck here a little bit. Yeah. Why? 
Yeah. Did you do the music? Yeah, I did the music. You did? I saw the music you put together. Um, I'm so oh, delighted. so now you found it. Yeah. You have a little trouble with technology. I know that. No, you I didn't scrambled. find the email. You didn't? No, it didn't. No. It never came. So you're your lying. incompetence shines through once you're again. You're lying. It was all there. Um, but um, I, we're going to play that first. I got that queued up there. Bonnie Mary of Argyle. So my dad used to sing this song. This was it's his good job. There's an excuse piece. for this song. I'll tell you. I know. You. I know. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's really for my mum. She's listening right. in and the family. And this was my dad's song. And it was his anniversary. His nineteenth anniversary was uh, was last Monday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Nineteen wow. years. But this was a song that always reminded of him. And it's uh, Joseph Locke, Derry man. He's going to sing the song, Bonnie Mary of Argyle.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Pretty good. Right, well, we're off to Ottawa to our man with the news from Ireland, Desmond DeVoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, lads. Great to be chatting you with this uh, beautiful on this beautiful sunny Saturday morning. And I am here, as you say, with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland this week. Our top story this morning. <coughs> Pardon me. A man has been arrested in connection with the murder of a young mother who was found dead in a Dublin hotel room this past Sunday night. Sonia Blunt's body was found tied up at the Plaza Hotel in Tala with cable ties found at the scene. The victim lived at a nearby estate and was reported to have marks on her neck, leading Gardy to believe that she had been strangled to death. Cleaning staff made the horrific discovery on Sunday afternoon. Adding to the tragedy was word that her son Jake was believed to have celebrated his third birthday last Saturday. According to her Facebook page, she worked for an, an Hadiz's company and was studying childcare at Liberty's College. Eric Locke, 31 of Clondalkin, appeared in Tala District Court to face charges in her murder this week. Well, the bad news continued for the Gardaí this week when Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin presented documents to the Doyle which claimed allegations of Gardaí misconduct in cases of murder, kidnap and sexual assault. Taoiseach Enda Kenny called the documents, quote, extremely serious and grave and said it was correct of Martin to bring them to his attention. They relate to 10 cases from 2007 to 2009. I have no intention of playing politics with an issue as serious as this, said, said Kenny. Attorney General Marie Whelan and her staff are examining the paperwork. Martin charged that the details had been handed to Justice Minister Alan Shatter in January 2012, but that Shatter had taken no action on them. One of the cases involves Jerry McGrath, who murdered Sylvia Roche Kelly in December 2007 in a Limerick hotel. While the murder investigation is not in question, he was on bail at the time and has been charged with several crimes, including attempting to abduct a five-year-old Tipperary girl from her bedroom. Yesterday, Roche Kelly's widower launched a €4 million Euro lawsuit against the Garda Commissioner, Justice Minister and the State. While the state wants the High Court to dismiss the case, the lawsuit claims that McGrath was, quote, free to commit the crime of murder when he should have been in custody. 
In a related story, the Gardaí's confidential recipient, Oliver Connolly, who hears complaints of malpractice from serving officers, was relieved of his duties by Shatter this week. Shatter said he fired Connolly because he could not repudiate a conversation he had had with Garda whistleblower Sergeant Maurice McCabe. In a transcript read into the dial record this week, Connolly said that, quote, if Shatter thinks you're screwing him, you are finished. Connolly did not deny the conversation and Shatter fired him as he felt he had, quote, undermined the office. Tanishta Eamon Gilmore said that both coalition parties continue to have confidence in Shatter. Well, in yet another related story, the bugging scandal at the Garda Shikana Ombudsman's office has entered a new chapter with allegations that a journalist's telephone was tapped. The Ombudsman's office was investigating a complaint that a phone used by Sunday, by Sunday World reporter Nicola Talent was monitored by senior Gardaí for four years. It was claimed that a probe was launched after the weekly tabloid went to the Ombudsman's office about their concerns last November. It was claimed that records from Talent's mobile phone had been routinely requested by top officers since 2010. While the Gardaí are allowed to request phone records, they can only do so under investigating serious criminal offences that could result in a prison sentence of more than four years. The government has announced that retired High Court Judge John Cook will be appointed to lead an investigation into the Ombudsman's bugging affair. While Six Nations rugby action continues today, with the ball having just gotten into play at Twickenham in today's big game against England with Ireland, having already beaten Scotland and Wales earlier this month. And just here at 11.07 Toronto time, checking the Irish Times blog, live on my iPhone. Nothing yet, no score, but we will, I will um, text the lads if anything changes. In Olympic news from Sochi, Russia, twice this week, both of Ireland's skiing hopefuls failed to make it successfully down the slopes. Florence Bell, 17, struggled in the women's giant slalom in difficult conditions, missing a gate and failing to finish. Snow and May rain made a tough course even more so, and she took the wrong line at gate 12 and missed the next one as a result. A fall midway through the first run of the men's giant slalom also meant that Connor Lynn failed to make it to the finish line as well. Lynn, who has been wearing his arm in a sling for most of his time in Russia because of a shoulder injury, denied that the injury had contributed to his fall. Some good hockey news for us. The Belfast Giants have won the Elite League title for the fourth time. They defeated the Nottingham Panthers 3-1 last Sunday afternoon. They have won previous titles in 2002, 2006, and 2012. Well, this week in Irish history, on February 18, 1935, Kieran Burke of the Dubliners is born. He was a member of the band from 1962 until he died of a brain aneurysm in 1974. On the same date in 1948, Eamon de Valera's Fianna Foyle government is ousted from office for the first time in 16 years and replaced by a coalition government headed by John A. Costello as Taoiseach. On February 17, 1945, Academy Award-winning actress Brenda Fricker is born in Dublin. She won the Best Supporting Actress Award in 1989 for her role as Christy Brown's mother in My Left Foot. On February 16, 1932, Fianna Fáil became the largest party in the States in the state, winning 72 seats, and Eamon de Valera becomes Taoiseach for the first time. On February 15, 1995, an international Ireland versus England soccer match at Dublin's Lansdowne Road Stadium is abandoned when a group of English neo-Nazis started a riot during the game. And finally, on February 19, 1942, music to our ears, composer Phil Coulter is born in Derry. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news was brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, who begin direct daily service from Toronto to Dublin on April 14th. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and the gang there at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. 
Spot on, Desmond. You're dead right. Getting to Ireland has never been easier. On April the 14th, Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, is flying daily from Toronto to Ireland. You can book now at aerlingus.com. And again, congratulations to Mary Hearn, who's the new sales manager in Canada. Hopefully we'll have Mary on the show soon, Mark. Yeah, let's get that organised. Right, we're going to play a bit of music here. I thought I'd let uh, Michael explain it to us. It's, a, it's an old U2 tune. We kind of know them a bit. We do know them a bit. And uh, one of the th- one of the things um, that uh, everyone should know is that Irish Irish creative people are, are going to be honoured this, this coming Sunday, next Sunday, the March 2nd, at the Oscars. And this is U2's track from the movie Mandela, uh, which is nominated for Best Song. I think they're going to win. I think you should stay down at Tiff Bell Lightbox and come see all the great <laughs> things that are going to be shown at the Toronto Irish Film Festival on Sunday, March 2nd. But uh, we send our best wishes to uh, you two on uh, next Sunday and, and for their win. Wonderful.
This is Vincent. I wanted to do something stimulating, something different. I started attending school. I received apprenticeship grants from the government of Canada. You can go online, it's really easy. Every morning, I'm happy to go to work. I feel confident and very proud. Vincent received help from the government of Canada to reach his goal of becoming a heavy equipment mechanic. Visit actionplan.gc.ca slash jobs to see which program will work for you. A message from the government of Canada. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, and the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. They invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and also feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096. Or, of course, you can visit www.galwayarms.ca. And the Galway Arms is also Toronto's home of Gaelic games. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, today, Leash take on Cork at 2 o'clock. Once again, that's Leash take on Cork at 2 o'clock. Calling all Leash people, get in there. And then uh, tomorrow, 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, Kilkenny take on Tipperary. And then on March 1st and on March 2nd, there'll be another slate of games. We don't have that information yet. And also, Michael did ask me to mention seriously that he will be open in the morning for the uh, Canada game. Um, so get yourself down there, get your red and white on. And also on behalf of uh, Keologus Crack, want to congratulate Della on being a grandmother again this week. Oh, fair play to you, Della. Shea. And so uh, Tommy Jr. Um, and his wife had a little baby this week. Lovely. Yes. So congratulations there. Right. So I have a bit of a chat with the lads here. Maybe, uh, John, you could... For for the ben for my benefit and maybe for the benefit of some of the listeners, how, how did Tiff? How long have you been, has Tiff been around? And when did you guys? How did you guys start? And and how did this all come about? Uh, well, next year will be our fifth anniversary, yeah. so we're kind of building towards that as a as a even larger celebration. But uh, five years ago, we had our first screening, which was um, a film called The Yellow Bittern about uh, Liam Clancy. Yeah, and that uh, kind of launched the the festival. And Michael and I had been working together and kind of uh, at an event up in Ottawa. Sat down in a pub, surprisingly, and said, you know, how come there's lots of events and festivals that go on in, in Toronto, but how come there's no Irish film festival? So yeah, uh, we started chatting and then reached out to some people, Eamon and others, and uh, it, the, ball, the ball started rolling from there. Never look back. And is there a, an Irish fis- film festival um, in other major cities in North America? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's um, all over the world, actually, but um, yeah. Boston, Chicago, uh, New York are certainly the big ones in, in North America. Yeah. There's another one up in, in Montreal called Cinegale. Um But for some reason in Toronto, there hadn't been one, so we just uh, put our heads together and made it happen. Yeah. And there's, uh, how would you characterize the awareness in, in Ireland that, that this exists here? Is it pretty 
pretty good? Well, I, th I think it's, it's grown for us, and we're, we're very yeah. happy with how we've gone from sort of a concept to, to a real viable film festival for Irish filmmakers mm -hmm. in less than five years. And I think that's testament. When we look at our, our opening night film for this year on February 28th at Tiff Bell Lightbox, uh, the director of the film, Alex Vegan, the film is a documentary called The Irish Pub, is actually coming and joining us from Ireland. And that's a, I think there's three levels of endorsement there. It's a wonderful endorsement for our festival that Irish filmmakers regarded as a viable option to prem premiere their work in North America and we're delighted this year that we are the North American premiere of that title beating Chicago and Boston mm -hmm. we're also it's a wonderful endorsement for the Toronto Irish community you know and I think we're still mourning the loss of some major community leaders and I think it's a real endorsement of the great work that we do here as a community to stay together and support each other creatively and I think just as importantly it's a real endorsement for the city of Toronto mm -hmm. uh, which is more than one any headline so we're in our fourth year starts next Friday February 20th yep. uh, goes to the Sunday um, we've got a ton of Canadian and North American premieres. Tickets are now on sale at 416-599-8433 or go to our website and click on the purchase ticket link. We're really delighted that um, we're back for our fourth year and we're really trying to put on a great show. We, we went a little early this year and it was really um, to sort of cater to the community at large. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to run up against other events within the community and we're delighted. You know, I think what we all do in our day jobs is a little different from what we do in our extracurricular, but... I think it's really important to note that Toronto Irish Film Festival is, is in the cultural sector. Mm. And uh, the key to success in the cultural sector is partnerships. And there are many organizations within the Irish community that we've partnered up this year, specifically the, the embassy has always been great to us in Ottawa. We're delighted that they're joining us again this year. The Ireland Fund of Canada uh, are on again this year as a sponsor. And, you know, we, 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 invite the, the, we invited uh, that organization to use the festival as a way to promote their, their luncheon, St. Patrick's Day luncheon, on the, on the following Friday. Wonderful. Um, Kathy Murphy at the Irish Canadian Immigration Centre. We're once again delighted to have a new, new arrival volunteer initiative providing networking and opportunities for Irish new arrivals in Toronto to, to, to network and mingle at, at, the, at our festival. Um, and the Irish Chamber of Commerce, again, you know, it's, it's key for us to have the community get behind turf. And I think that's, that's why we're here four years later. And I believe that's, that's why we'll be here uh, next year during our fifth. Fantastic. That's great. Well, I think uh, Jay is going to queue up a, uh, a small little trailer here from the Irish pubs, which hopefully will lead us up to um, uh, to Alex uh, calling in. But just um, wh when do you actually start? When does the planning process start for the event? Does it start like in March of the year before or I, I well, there's always a little, there's always a significant bit of cleanup after every festival. So there's usually a month and a half to sort of wrapping everything up for, from the from the previous year. But we we will start to think about turf 2015 in July of this year. We're looking to go to the Galway Film Fly in Ireland. And All right. That is the probably the number one Irish film festival anywhere in the world, obviously, yeah. and it's a great opportunity for us to kind of meet key stakeholders in the Irish film industry uh, and and form relationships that it, you know you can only do so much via email. But I think it's sitting down and having key meetings with people. So it's a good nine-month mm -hmm. uh, process. And uh, right at this point, I think it's. I think we feel like grooms the night before a wedding. You're a little bit nervous. You're a little bit excited. And very shortly, we'll have people in from Ireland who will be jet lag and needing some pints. So um, yeah, not that very not good. that vastly different from an Irish <laughs> wedding. But um, yeah, yeah, it's all it's, right. Well, let's have a let's have a listen here to uh, to a, um, a piece of uh, the Irish pubs here, and then hopefully we'll hear from Alex Vegan in a short while. This pub is one of the most unique pubs in England. It's definitely there's a, it's not a history to it. It has never changed in in, in any way inside in the, the premises itself and outside is the same. 
and I try to keep everything the same as it was. That's one of my traditions, my sin. Keep things as they were. There's enough of things changing in the world. The whole world has changed. The whole of Dingle is changing, which is ruining it. And we'll try to keep it the same as it was, myself. All right, very good. Did, did you have uh, something more to add there? <laughs> Just, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, we're very grateful for uh, the sponsorship from Tourism Ireland for our opening night. They've been with us for three years and they w- they are our founding sponsor of our opening night screening uh, the Irish pub so I just wanted to make sure that I got that out there and thanks thank you to Jane Shackelford and all her sh- staff uh, at uh, Young and Bloor who uh, who are wonderful partners for us four years in are you finding it a little easier for folks to communicate with you about what's what's upcoming are you finding that they're now starting to talk to you about it more than you trying to hunt them <laughs> down uh, yeah definitely I mean both um in the community in Toronto, you know, word it gets out and friends tell friends and, and, and bring people along each year. And then uh, certainly back home with the filmmaking community now, people are, are seeking us out. Um, and each year we've had a, had a guest over, uh, either actors or directors, and then they go back home and are kind of our ambassadors there to, Good, to yeah. pass the word around. Wonderful. Well, listen, uh, Martin, I know you're a, a Belfast man, so I decided I'd... Um dig into library here and I'm not sure that this is a song you, <laughs> you grew up listening to but our listeners like it but it's Paddy Riley and the, the Green Glens of Antrim Far across yonder blue lies a true fairy land With the sea rippling over the shingle and sand Where the gay honeysuckle is luring the bee And the green glens of Antrim are calling to me Sure, if only you knew how the lamp of the moon turns a blue Irish bay to a silver lagoon. You'd imagine a picture of heaven it could be. Where the green glens of Antrim are calling to me. Soon I hope to return to my own cushion. Tis the one place for me That can outshine them all Sure I know every stone I recall every tree Where the green lands of Antrim Are calling to me But I'd be where the people 
merciful and kind And among them the one who's been in my mind Sure I'd pray that the world would in peace let me be Where the green glens of Antrim are heaven to me From the producers of Riverdance, Heartbeat of Home A dynamic, heart-stopping tour de force that has every heart in the theater skipping a beat Four stars, a spectacular celebration proclaims the Toronto Star. The CBC calls it seductive and energetic. Breathtaking and inspiring, says Canada AM. Heartbeat of Home, now on stage until March 2nd at the Ed Mervish Theatre. Call 416-872-1212 or book at mervish.com. Good stuff. So, um... What are some of the other um, big highlights this year? I know we've we've talked a lot about the Irish pub lads. What what are some of the other um, some of the other shows that uh, you're particularly excited about? Uh, well, once again, we're delighted to have our annual shorts program, which is really an opportunity for us to showcase the work of Ireland's up and coming filmmakers. They're going to be the the Jim Sheridans and uh, you know of the future, and it's important to provide them a North American audience. So at five o'clock on a Saturday the first. We will have six films from Ireland, which, which, which again are, are the very best of, of what's new and fresh coming out of, coming out of our homeland. Seven o'clock on f- on the Saturday night, we have a wonderful documentary which documents uh, Muhammad Ali's 1972 fight in Croke Park, oh, wow. which brought the whole country to a standstill. And John has a little interesting tidbit. I, I certainly did not know this about Muhammad Ali, but uh, yeah. it's very poignant. Yeah. Well, like uh, probably everyone listening to this show, uh, Muhammad Ali has Irish roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, his great-grandfather on his mother's side was from uh, Innes in County Clare and wow. uh, emigrated over to the U.S., uh, moved to Kentucky and married an African-American woman and became Muhammad Ali. Look at that. They gave him the keys, I think, of mm-hmm. the city, actually, mm-hmm. when he was back there. Yeah, he's. <laughs> so he's on record as saying uh, his trip to Ireland was his first time in his life he did not feel black. Such such was the welcome yeah. and such was yeah. the, the love that he got. Yeah. So that's a wonderful, tons of archival footage. It's a wonderful snapshot of early 70s Ireland and sort of the manic behavior that went on behind the transactional side of the fight. Uh, we round off the Saturday evening at 9 o'clock with a Canadian premiere of a movie by a first-time filmmaker from Belfast. It's called Meet in Belfast, uh, which I, I'm very proud of that we're we're, uh, we're showing that and showcasing it. It's a wonderful drama about a guy that goes back to Belfast for his father's funeral and is sort of confronted with all those people he left behind. Very mm-hmm. interesting to anyone who's ever left Ireland mm-hmm. and gone home to their hometown oh, yeah. <laughs> after a significant period of time. Uh, Sunday, March 2nd, we have the season two launch of a wonderful television uh, show called Moon Boy. Uh, yeah. Moon Boy stars Chris O'Dowd of Bridesmaids mm-hmm. uh, fame. It also was a winner of the best best comedy at the 2013 International Emmys. Uh, it's a new endeavor for us to do something uh, with respect to television, but we feel it's a wonderful opportunity for us to make relationships with network television mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully bring uh, a wider audience to Irish creative content. And we wrap up on Sunday at uh, 7 p.m., with the Toronto encore of Life's a Breeze. Lance Daly, who is a great director, 
Kisses was his was his most popular work of to date, and it's it's a real high end comedic, uh, real harsh Irish perfect way of looking at ourselves and uh, the economic economic hardships of the last uh, couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say that again, uh, Sunday is Oscar Sunday, March second. But we, yeah. you know, we know what's going to happen. Fastbender won't win. You two will. So <laughs> we've saved you the bother of of, of uh, staying home. Please come out and uh, and support us again. Uh, Tiff Bell Lightbox, three fifty King Street West, are where all the screenings are happening. Tickets are now on sale at four one six five nine nine eight four three three. And uh, we look forward to seeing everyone and celebrating the best of Irish cinema once again. Wonderful. Brilliant. And Moon Boy has been available on Canadian TV. I can't think of the channel that was on. Um, uh, yeah, it, um, it's on Byte TV. Byte, that's um, it, yeah. Which is available both uh, you know through different cable, but also online. You can watch it online. That's right, yeah. Um, and they're the, the sponsor, and this is the launch of the second season. Yeah, okay, very good. Excellent. Good man from Boyle County, Roscommon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, apparently that one would resonate with us a little bit. Be like, you know, kind of the time when we were growing up in Ireland. Oh, well. yeah. yeah, yeah. So Great. anyway, so I've been told. I haven't seen it yet, but um, check it out. Looking, looking forward to that. And we were talking earlier, Michael, about um, we were curious as to whether you th- we thought if any of our listeners would have been at that Muhammad Ali fight in 1972, was it? 1972. And so my understanding is that uh, Pat Quinn, formerly of our community, uh, was somehow involved in this whole adventure yeah uh if you are in the lower floor of pj o'brien's uh downtown you will know so there's some photographs up on the wall there of the event but if any of your listeners uh remember the fight or Mm -hmm. were there yeah or uh you know we'd love to hear from you and uh, i think it's always great to make a a a community connection and just just on the notion of community connections um our our opening night uh party is uh generously sponsored by uh john maxwell at door keels very good so we're wrapping the whole evening up um with uh you know a classic irish pub night and uh, we're very grateful for john and everyone all the staff at doors for 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 giving us exclusive access to the bar so uh it's always been important for us to tie things back to the members of the community so if once again if anyone out there remembers the muhammad ali fight give us a call and we'd love to hear from you good good wonderful well we'll uh We'll shoot into another bit of music here. And um, this is a song I've always liked. It's called John of Dreams. The stars are flying 
your candles dying yield up the darkness to old John of dreams yield up the darkness to old John of dreams both man and master in the night are one all things are equal when the day is done the prince and the plowman the slave and the free man all find their comfort in old John Lovely stuff. Beautiful song. Surprised you picked that one, Mark. But uh, fair play to you. So uh, we'll give you a little bit of an update on the uh, the rugby match. So if you don't want to know the score and you're hanging in somehow or watching it somewhere else, you may as well turn down your radio. But uh, it's a tight one. It's 3 nothing to England right now. So uh, come on, the boys in green. It'll be getting close to uh, halftime at this stage. But it's obviously a tough battle out there uh, in the game today. All right, we'll move on with another wee bit of music. We've got uh, the, the city of Chicago, a lovely place. I love Chicago. In the city of Chicago As the evening shadows fall 
There are people dreaming Of the hills of Donegal 1847 was the year it all began Deadly pains of hunger drove a million from the land They journeyed not for glory, their motive wasn't greed A voyage of survival across the stormy sea To the city of Chicago As the evening shadows fall There are people dreaming Of the hills of Donegal Some of them knew fortune and some of them knew fame More of them knew hardship died upon the plain They spread throughout the nation They rode the railroad cars Brought their songs and music to ease their lonely hearts To the city of Chicago As the evening shadows fall there are people dreaming Of the hills of Donegal Great stuff. Christy Moore. I love that. That's a great song. I was actually thinking about a song for today with Christy Moore. Don't forget your shovel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> with all the snow and the, and the crap that we've had to be putting out. Anyway, all right. the will you? I will. IrishTravel.ca and Kempfield Travel are open 24-7 at www.kempfieldtravel.com. And specials include air only with Transit to Shannon from $849 inclusive from May the 26th to June 3rd and a seven-night Dublin hotel package from $1,149 per person based on twin sharing, including airfare. Lowest fares with Aer Lingus not only to Dublin from $833, including seat selection, but to 20 destinations in Britain and Europe, also offering Air Canada daily service as of May 1st from $825, May 6th to 21st return. Plus WestJet from St. John's to Dublin with same plane service from Toronto in the peak June-September. Book your sun holidays with Kempfield Travel and save $25 on your bottom line airfare to Ireland, Britain and Europe this year. There are also still some cabins available on our special 25th anniversary Mediterranean cruise of a lifetime. The free beverage package worth $1,100 per cabin is available for bookings by February the 28th. That's the final call on that one. Contact us for all of your travel needs at 416 416- 489-2424 or send us an email at info at irishtravel.ca celebrating 25 years in 2014 and this week's air only special transit to Dublin May 1st to 16th is only $769 return inclusive of all taxes that's a good deal right there fabulous deal $769 book it now alright good stuff are we uh, going in with another bit of music here Aye. yeah give us a wee bit of, give us a wee bit of music if you haven't lined up and then we'll come back with the Guinness calendar of events. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for Saturday, February the 22nd. Heartbeat of Home from the producers of Riverdance is on stage now at the Ed Mervish Theatre until March the 2nd. You can get your tickets at mervish.com. Toronto Irish players have kicked off with Big Maggie by John B. King. It's rural Ireland in the 60s, newly widowed and sharp as a knife. Big Maggie Palpin is finally free and no one's going to get in her way of her plans. That's all happening at the Alumni Theatre at 70 Berkeley Street and it's on February 22nd tonight 27th, 28th, March 1st 6th, 7th and 8th at 8pm and Sunday February the 23rd and March the 2nd at 2pm The Mayo Association is having their pub night at the Galway Arms that's tonight at 8pm and the West Mead Canadian Association presents A Day at the Races and that's going to be held today Post time is 3pm at the Rose and Crown Pub at 2335 Young Street. Give Chris Gaffney a call at 416-226-9259. Thursday, February the 27th at 7pm in the Charbonnel Lounge, St. Michael's College. Celtic Studies Speaker Series invites you to a reading and a talk by Irish writer Kevin Barry, winner of the Impact Dublin Literary Award for his novel City of Bahan. This was uh, Celtic Studies Writer-in-Residence in 2010. All are welcome. It's free admission. This event is made possible by a grant by the Irish Cultural, Cultural Society of Toronto. The 36th Annual Mass in celebration of St. Patrick is happening at St. Celia's Church on March the 2nd at 3.30pm. That's 161 Annette Street. That's in the Keel and Dundas area. Principal celebrant in, and homilist will be His Excellency, Excellency Bishop William McGratton, Auxiliary Bishop of Toronto. The St. Patrick's Parade Society are kindly providing all the county flags for the procession before the Mass, and they'd like to have all the young people out there and the children to walk behind their county flag. And if you have your county colours, please feel free to wear them, but it is not essential. After the Mass, there'll be an informal reception with some music, Irish coffee, dancing and the lot. Calling all the Murphys in anticipation of the Clan March in the Toronto St. Patrick's Parade. They are uh, gathering on uh, March the... And that's happening, of course, on March the 16th. They're gathering at Dora Kyo's Pub at 141 Danforth Avenue in Toronto on March the 2nd from 2 to 5 p.m. Come out and meet all your fellow Murphys and find out all the crack that'll be happening in the parade. The Ireland Fund of Canada's St. Patrick's Day luncheon is happening on Friday, March the 7th at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre. There'll be a pre-reception at 11 a.m., 12.30 p.m. lunch and 2.30 p.m. post-reception. Comedic entertainment is provided by PJ Gallagher. Tickets are $300. The IPOY luncheon honouring Geraldine Heaney will be held on March the 9th at the Toronto Hilton Hotel. That's all kicking off at noon. Tickets are $65 per person. And you can give the folks an email at irperson2014 at bell.net. The Parade Society, the Grand Marshal's Ball, honouring Katie Taylor, the 2014 Grand Marshal, will be held at the Toronto Hilton on Friday, March the 14th. Tickets are now on sale and they're $130 each. 
you can book tables of 8 or 10 for that event. And the Wolf Tones will be performing on St. Patrick's Day in Toronto. It's their 50th anniversary tour. It's all happening on St. Patrick's Day itself, March the 17th, at the Estonia House, 958 Broadview Avenue. The lads will be hitting the stage around 7.30, and that's all coming courtesy of the boys at Friends of Sinn Féin Canada. The 50th anniversary of the Toronto Rosa Tralee is happening on April the 5th at 6 p.m. at the Liberty Grand. Tickets are a $100 right now, and after March the 1st, they go up to $110. Saturday, April the 5th, a, at 8 p.m. to midnight, it's an open-door Cayley. Everybody is welcome, beginners and advanced alike, and that's happening at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street in Toronto. Tickets are $15. And St. Paul's Toronto School of Music presents its annual spring concert in St. Paul's Basilica, 83 Power Street, on Sunday, April the 6th at 3 p.m. We'll have lots more on this event. We'll have Narita and actually a couple of the children coming in to play some music for us in the coming weeks. That's it, folks. Please go to our website at SaturdayIrishRadio.com to get all telephone numbers and email addresses. A priest did a great job teaching you to read. Did he? Yeah. The Christian brothers. Bet into me. Right, well, listen, lads, we're, we're on the wind down here. Thanks a lot for joining us, and... Um, you know, good luck with everything. Um, I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. I think Irish pubs a great, uh, a great banner one. And yeah. get out your uh, website here to us, lads, and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, tickets are on sale via our website at uh, torontoirishfilmfest.com. Uh, Twenty dollars for our opening night, which gets you into the after party at Door Kios, and fifteen dollars for all other screenings. Or you can call the Tiff Bell Light Box box office at 416-599-8433 all of our schedule is up on our website you can find us on facebook at toronto irish film fest and also on twitter uh and on our website you will find all of our logos all of our information and i just wanted to mention that we're very happy this year to have our lingus as a brand on as a sponsor fantastic and we're happy to uh, support the the new route between toronto and dublin kicking off in, in in april so we invite everyone to come out uh next weekend to kick off kickstart their st patrick's day celebrations and once again, celebrating the best of Irish cinema. Thanks for having us on, lads. It's a Thanks great for coming in, well boys. Done. Thanks well a lot. Yeah, appreciate it. Just going to go out a little bit of a sad morning, a very sad morning for me for the start. I just want to uh, maybe our listeners can keep uh, the soul of young Stella Priest. Uh, she, a, a lad I play soccer with, uh, a two-year-old daughter, passed away in her sleep this past week and I uh, had to go to the funeral for that this morning. So maybe keep her in your prayers uh, this week, folks. And uh, we're going to go out with Danny Boy. This was uh, my uncle Aidan's. Party piece for sure, and it's his anniversary. So uh, here's the Celtic tenors with Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen and down the mountainside The summer's gone and all the roses falling Tis you, tis you must go and I must bide. But come ye back when summer's in the meadow, or when the valley's hushed and white with snow. Tis I'll be This is Vincent. I wanted to do something stimulating, something different. 
I started attending school. I received apprenticeship grants from the government of Canada. You can go online, it's really easy. Every morning, I'm happy to go to work. I feel confident and very proud. Vincent received help from the government